Hello again now. Golly, it's getting dark out there as autumn breezes in and once again it's all about COVID it seems. Not new restrictions, just a sense of it's here to stay for the duration in some form or other. Noises arising from the south of the UK telling us of a Delta plus COVID mutation. Not welcome news either. <laughs> GPs continue to do so-called face-to-face consultations in the main as usual. I'm so sorry about all those COVID questions by the practice or initial appointment booking and at meds. Um, But we have our rules and we really can't bend them. With all these active cases now and all those who have gone before having been COVID positive this past several months, we're now seeing this unusual thing of so-called long COVID or post-COVID or after-COVID complaints. And they're hugely variable. Many just have had COVID positive results, hardly a sniffle, a bit of a cold or a cough or that, and that's it. Um, there's some who've been off work for several weeks, months, often after a bout of uh, nobles, having high flow oxygen therapy and all the rest of it. It's a very mixed picture. Sometimes severe so-called post-COVID, long COVID can follow a relatively mild dose of COVID itself, a little bit like many other viral infections throughout the time. But now, there are resources out there. If you have some of these queries, as often a sort of physical examination or assessment can be sort of equivocal. And so often the symptoms are sort of subtle. You know you're not well, but it's hard to tell on blood tests and other checks that there's anything particularly wrong. You just don't feel well. Now, if you have access to online material, the internet, the NHS does provide some helpful stuff. Have a look at the website, yourcovidrecovery.nhs.uk. Yourcovidrecovery.nhs.uk. It's full of answers, put in a very readable format, which delve into every nook and cranny of COVID-related symptoms, from breathlessness to fatigue to sense of smell changes, both in detail in a practical and helpful format. The number of hot children we are seeing, though, continues. The majority, non-COVID, but once again, we need to ask those questions about testing, both lateral flow and PCR, I'm afraid. Most of the little ones we're seeing have a cough, and once again, there is often a query about cough medicines this time of year. Now, for historical reasons, our issues with simply dosing down adult cough stuff into children's sizes, in particular across the United States, sometimes ending in tears with serious health issues arising, the various regulators put in place many years ago several things which made, in essence, uh, over-the-counter cough medicines much more regulated but much safer overall. This, however, does mean, and in particular for the under-threes, <laughs> while still with lots of choice over-the-counter, the various ingredients aren't too strong in terms of action. GPs hardly ever prescribe cough medicines, in my experience, for young children, and usually only in particular fine cases. And I sense parents are not quite as keen as they used to be on using anything more than the simple over-the-counter remedies that they know and love within the family. It's weird, though, how we've gone from virtually no flu, few coughs and colds as lockdown took their effects through social interaction restrictions to the explosion we're now having of COVID cases and all the coughs and colds you can conjure up. 
Little flu activity about as yet, thankfully. And by the way, do please, if you're in the age group or defined group of individuals who are at risk, please sort out your flu jab if you haven't done already. If it hasn't been sorted out, do arrange it. We really do prefer to have that immunity fully up and running when and it will arrive in numbers, no doubt for sure. Looking at the health modelling from across the world, flu does arrive. As ever, we'll keep you posted. Till next week. Cheerio.